All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show musician, producer, and director, Air Majesty. What is up? It's going good. Happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you on the show. Um, I listened to your to the song they sent me, your song. Um, before we get to that in your latest project, if you don't mind, tell my listeners out there a little bit about you, your background, how you first got into making music, and how your musical journey started. Yeah, so I'm very artistic. I've always been into different types of art. And I think when I was a kid, I would make games or I would draw or I was interested in you know, acting and filming, you know, videos outside. And sometimes I'll just make a dumb film about ants and put some music to it. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So I was always trying to find ways to be creative. And I think when I was, like, really young, I used to not listen to music so much because we would travel a lot. And I would be constantly listening to, like, my sister and my mom's favorite artists because they would buy the CDs of, like, Gwen Stefani or Beyonce or, you know... Mm-hmm a bunch of other artists and it never really clicked with me so and I didn't have an mp3 player so I, I actually kind of grew up not liking music as much but then when I was able to like get my own mp3 player I finally found some music that I enjoyed and that's when I really started to uh, just listen to music all day really like it was really hard to separate me from my my earpods or uh-huh. earphones yeah so when did that transition from you know the kid with the with the airpods to um did you did you when you were in high school were you in talent shows at all with music or did this happen like after after you got a little older actually no yeah i was really just kind of like the in the closet fan of music like i didn't really um do any participation in like music classes or like i never took singing classes or Hmm. anything like that um and I think it, I did try to record some remixes of my favorite songs, but it wasn't until I bought a microphone in like college that I started to really oh, get wow. into making music. Did you pursue any acting at all also? Yeah, I, I, I took some classes in high school, but I think for me, I was always kind of told, oh, you got to be a lawyer or a doctor. So I never really took like, the art seriously mm-hmm. I just assumed I was going to be you know an engineer or something and so to me it was always like oh it's fun it's fun time but the real work is like math and science yeah. so it wasn't until like later that I really took acting and uh, making music seriously you know when I was in high school um I I skipped my what I really would for know for sure I would have loved doing, but I never got into theater. I never got into music. Well, I did take I took a music class, but I never got into theater or any of the any of the arts at all. We had a pretty good program. I'm from upstate New York, and we had a really good program with that. But you know what it boils down to? I just didn't. I just I wanted to fit into the cool thing, and like yeah. and like in school, high school, it's like it was perceived that just nerdy people are into that stuff into oh, theater. Yeah. And I really regret that. Thinking back now, I'm like, what an idiot. I just let something as, as idiotic as that. Because I am an absolute avid fan of acting in theater, or musicals and theater and, and plays and all different kinds of genres of music. I'm just, as an adult, I'm, I just eat it up. 
I'm like, yeah. why didn't I pursue some of this when I was younger? It's like, what, is, what a fool. Yeah, I was the same way. I literally was so hesitant to do acting class. And I think my mom was the one that actually encouraged me to do it. And I was always telling her, like, that's lame. Like, no one does that. And I was uh, the average, you know, football jock. And I was trying to be a uh, quarterback or whatever. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to be caught dead in that class. Ah, true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. The Letterman sports guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I was a little... And then I think I was also, even when I was in that class that I took, I think maybe my junior year, I was kind of a douchebag because I didn't really like being seen with like my fellow actors outside of the class. Wow. I was always trying to hang out with the jocks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, don't talk to me right now, you know. I'm going to go eat with the jocks, you know. But, yeah, I felt the same way, but I kind of got over that because it turned out to be my favorite class. And yeah. I actually really loved, you know, everybody in there. So they, they were like my best friends in the school. So it was kind of dumb, like, why am I... Worried about what people think of me. Yeah, it's funny. I just I just posted on on my Facebook a couple of days ago about you know I kind of sent the message to parents out there. I was like, look, man, if you got kids, um, just just you know support their creativity. If they're in, if they're into creativity, just support. Get behind that. Um, yeah. Don't don't like try to mold them to what you want them to be. Yeah, you know, I do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously there's certain standards you want to keep your kids. You know, you want to keep them out of trouble and all that kind of thing. But if you got like a son or a daughter and she has a passion to, to either act or sing, don't force them to be something that they don't want to be. It's kind of like what I'm trying to say. So anyway, yeah, what college? I think, I think, no, no, you oh, go. Say that again? No, no, you finish your thought. Yeah, I was on that thought. I was thinking that a lot of kids, they do grow up and they are living like their parents' dream or something. But a lot of them end up regretting that and revert back to whatever they want to do mm -hmm. in the beginning in a way. So it's actually like smarter to like find out what your kid is actually really passionate about, really you know enthusiastic about, and if they have talent, if they have like the drive to do it, it's better to support them because they're usually going to find their way faster that way than you trying to like force them to go down your road, which yeah, true. they may necessarily even fit in. That's a really solid point. I had a, I, had, I did an interview with a musician. He was from Pakistan. It was probably about a year ago. Really good dude. Really yeah. talented too. And you know, he was telling me about his parents, and you know, like over that part of the world, you know, their their parents want their kids to be, you know, to, to really shoot high as far as educational yeah. and like lawyers and doctors and business owners. And this dude just wanted to be a musician, and and he said it was a massive like war with his parents, but finally they came around like, after he released his first like full full project, and he was really good, and it really did really well for him. His parents yeah. probably were like, "Wow, you know, this, he's he is he's really talented at this, you know." So, but it took him a while to get there. So, anyway, um, talk about the a uh, little bit about your college football, and then, then we're going to dive right into your music. I mentioned you mentioned a minute ago about your quarterbacking at, at college level. So, who'd you play for? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, I played for. Um, I went to Texas A and M and Texas Tech, and I also went to this. Uh, I think it's UMNBC, and uh, I went to a few different colleges, and unfortunately, I never got to play because I was always trying to do the walk-on thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so it was tough, you know. I, I was trying to walk on, and I, I, it's funny to me today because when I went to walk on at Texas Tech, uh, I was a freshman the same year as uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. So I always, <laughs> I always, I always <laughs> think it's funny that I was trying to walk on. Uh, alongside Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> he, he, his his career turned out pretty good. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. But it was what. Go ahead. You, you, please. You yeah. Go. Yeah. It was it was a passion of mine, and I think that 
Luckily for me, though, like when I was at Texas A&M, I was taking some film classes and some acting classes, and I just realized that I was enjoying that way more than I ever enjoyed football. Yeah. And I was also making music at the time, too, in my dorm. So it was just, at that time, I just found out, like, why am I forcing myself to try to do something that doesn't, I feel like, like the time is kind of over. And then yeah. I just really refocus really on making music and acting yeah. and stuff. You don't have to sit in, in an ice bath for two hours after you, after you get out of the studio, either. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but really quick on the Kansas City Chiefs thing that you brought up with Holmes, a fun fact is is I went to high school. Well, my brother graduated with Dave Tobe, who is the current oh, assistant wow. head coach of the of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I graduated with his younger sister, Margie. I was two years younger than Dave and my brother. Um, but he just it's awesome because we have you know, the guy I went to high school with has got two Super Bowl rings now. It's pretty cool. It is actually crazy. I feel like sometimes the world does seem like a lot smaller than. It's kind of crazy that you didn't like know people. You know what's really crazy about that? That's a great point too. When I was growing up listening to music, I'm I'm, I'm a, probably quite a bit older than you. I'm in my in my upper fifties now. But growing up, like listening to like rock bands like Kiss and you know Zeppelin and Def Leppard, all these rock bands and, and yeah, legends. Yeah, yeah. You know you'd buy the you would buy the vinyl, you'd buy their albums, and then you would like. There was always cool stuff inside of them, and you get the lyrics, and you'd, sometimes they'd have stickers and stuff. But they felt like the, the like musicians and actors, when I was a kid, this is way before social media, but they felt like they were literally like in another universe, and you couldn't even touch them. They were just so much yeah. away from you. But now that I'm like an adult, and I'm, I've lived, you know, I'm on the back end, actually. I'm in my upper 50s. But now I actually know celebrities. I know a few Academy Award winners. I know of some Grammy Award winning uh, winning singers. I'm like, geez, it's just like so weird. What, what a different world it is now. Looking at yeah, that, I definitely feel thing. that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right, so um, this okay. So help me with this pronunciation. So the name of the album is spelled J X N N A. How's that, how's that pronounced? I actually uh, don't even know how it's pronounced. <laughs> what? Okay, so tell me, <laughs> tell me what that means. What, what's the title about? Uh, I think it was just um, it's like a dedication album, and yep. I wanted it to kind of play on like the words a little bit, but okay. um, it's dedicated to someone, and I didn't really want to put their name. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense now. I got you. Um, how many songs are on it? I believe that one has 10 songs. Okay. And when I was reading your bio, you said your favorite song is called I'm Sorry? Yeah. That was my favorite song until, like, um, I was talking to my dad, and he was like, yeah, I don't know why you like that song. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Well, what, tell me why you, well, why was it your favorite? I, I think it's my favorite because I never sang that high before. I really was like testing the range of my vocals, and it kind of is. It ends with like a dairy somber, like I'm sorry, yeah. um, and, and it's really just a song about like trying your best, even if your best isn't good enough, and then kind of being like feeling kind of guilty. Yeah. So it, it kind of addresses like. I, I, the whole album, I wanted it to be a dedication, but at the end of the day, I did my best, and I'm sorry if it's not good enough. So I that's kind of what it is. So the song I heard is called Joy For You. Is that the one you're promoting now, right? Yeah, 
Because that's the song. Um, I think that's the song I they think, said. Yeah, I think it's called. Uh, I think I renamed it to Samurai. Actually. Okay, so the when I open this MP3 file, it says "Joy for You." I listened to the song; it's really good. And you and you're, there's parts of this song where your your falsetto is really impressive. Actually, you, you can get way. Oh yeah, there. no, like the middle part. Yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah, that song. Called, uh, does she? It's called "Does She Know My Joy for You." Yeah, and it's a song about um, appreciating someone, even if they don't necessarily ever know that you appreciated them or oh, wow. accept your appreciation. So like, you know, whenever you had those summer flings that maybe they didn't go the right way or like you never, uh, never had kind of thing, that's kind of what the song's about. It's like you loving someone, but like it never worked out, but you still want to express it, you know? That's a song that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. There, there's, I'm not going to mention her name because I don't want her to know this, but there's a girl that, that, that I had a freaking crush on forever, um, all the way back to my Navy days. When I graduated high school, I went to the Navy and then... When I, when I was stationed in Virginia, I, I met this girl that I just fell in love with, man. And for some reason, I didn't have the cojones to, like, pursue it or, and, act, and, like, ask her out or whatever. So yeah. it just turned out that we were, like, we were, like, just friends and stuff. I always wanted it to be more than friends, always. But I just, I, for some reason, the universe just wasn't, wouldn't, I don't know, man. I, I, and I regret it because then she got married, of course. Then I lost contact when I went when I went back home after after I got out of the military. And then social media happened, so I reconnected with her. But she's already married, and you know, yeah. kids, and they're grown up already. And that song, your song, right there, is kind of how I I could probably relate to it with that with that with that right there. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's pretty common. I mean, I had probably more of those feelings than I had like actual relationships just because you know um it, it's hard to like the timing sometimes is just off when you meet people yeah yeah but you got look i saw your picture though i'm sure you don't have any problem with with the ladies <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> just keep it real man um yeah. so what about a video have you shot a video for it uh oh. no not that one but i am uh shooting some other videos i just it's kind of like Whenever I start filming stuff, I always wanted to start filming films, so it's kind of uh-huh. hard for me to like shoot music videos. Yeah. Um. Again, getting back to the, the, the to the falsetto because that's what really gra- grabbed my attention. I mean, I enjoyed the whole song, but when you yeah. started hitting those real high notes, I was like, "Wow, that's 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 impressive." So, have you did you take voice lessons or or, or how 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 that happen? Is it natural? It's. it's yeah, I don't want to sound pretentious just because I was talking to my brothers the other day. And it is true that, like, I never took any vocal lessons or anything yeah, like I that. And I was actually surprised myself when I went to the studio because I was just encouraged to, like, try singing more. And I always doubted that I could do it just because I never tried. But, yeah, I- I'm surprised myself. Um, you know, just, just me, you know, messing around, honestly. Wow. Have you thought about, like, going to a voice list or voice co- vocal coach? Now that you know you can do certain things, but maybe just, you know, because vocal coaches, there's some really good ones out there, and they can even take your game even higher. Yeah, I, I definitely think I should. I think my personality is just, like, I try to do everything myself, but I have learned to, like, start to rely on other people and, like, mm-hmm. accept, like, I can't do everything myself. But I am, like, a do-it-yourself type person usually. Yeah. But I am, I'm definitely going to get, like, a vocal coach because, I think you know, you I know should. that I... I think you should, and not because I think you're a bad singer. I think you're a really good singer, honestly. 
but I think that you have you have a certain quality to your voice, and I think if you went to a vocal coach, it would take you to such an uh, even way better quality of voice, which would pay would really bode well for you um, if, if you want to keep doing this. Honestly, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Now I also read that that you before you started singing were more way more into rapping, like hip hop. Yeah. I didn't know I could sing. I just, most of my years I've been making music, I was trying to be a rapper and uh, I, I had a lot of people who were like, oh, it's just not hot or whatever. So I, I was always like beating myself over and I was like, why can't I do this? And it wasn't until like this year that I started to sing, but I was really into like making, you know, trap beats and like trying to you know, rap in my dorm and stuff mm-hmm. for many years. and But most of those songs I kind of kept to myself just because I was constantly like, okay, the next one's going to be better, though. I'm not going to put anything on until it's, like, perfect. So, you know, I was dealing with perfectionism for, like, multiple years mm-hmm. of trying to be the best rapper. Wow. So what was the actual trigger, though? Like, what, what, like one day you just were like, you know what, F it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce out of here from rapping and start singing. Like, what was that moment? Was there a moment? Uh, it was gradual. I think I started doing more melodies. Uh, and then I did a song that was a melody to me. And then at the end, I started singing a little bit on accident. And my family heard that, and the engineer heard that. And they were just like, wait, you could sing? And it just kind of came out because I was cool. doing like a, me- a rap melody and just started turning into singing. And I was like, found a new part of my voice. And then the next day, I was like, okay, I don't know how to sing, but I'm just going to go in the studio and I'm going to look really stupid or really good, but I'm just going to try. That's awesome. You know, I like watching those TikTok videos of like a really good singer, but none of their friends know he or she can sing that good. So it's like he'll record himself singing for the first time in front of them. Yeah. And they all just freak out. I mean, cause like they're just <laughs> a really good singer. You know what I mean? They're like, Holy shit. You didn't, you didn't say you can sing. So that's, that's uh, those are fun to watch. Alright. Yeah, it is definitely interesting for me, like the process, because I know that looking back on it, it's funny how I kept thinking, oh, that's my limit, and then I'd go higher than the next time I went to the studio. And then, you know, I'd get a lower tone. Like, I just kept learning more and more about my singing voice. Yeah. Um, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you tap into some unfound talent. That, that's, that's exciting when that happens. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Um, so, what is this about? After this project, you want to you want to shift again and start getting behind the scenes and doing like a lot more production work. Yeah, I I probably try too many stuff, um, but I have ideas for a movie that I want to do based on my experience making this album. Mm-hmm. And I've shot like a few films before, but this one's probably gonna be my bigger film, and it's gonna include a lot of my music. Okay. And for me, it's going to be like a cool, dramatic look at kind of the lifestyle of someone in L.A., like an artist who's like finding his voice, learning to like improve himself, but also like dealing with like all the negatives of being in L.A. and like comparing yourself to others, feeling you're not good enough and like going through the struggles. And um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I've, you know, started the pre-production on that. So that's awesome. uh, yeah. You're going you're gonna to take it to festivals or try to pitch it for distro, or, or what's your plan there? I, I definitely think I'm going to do a festival run. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you booked anything as far as your acting career, any shows or anything like that? I have booked uh, a few things, but most of them are kind of like 
smaller stuff, so I don't really like talking about it. Yeah, no, no, no worries. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 a tough industry, man. But but you know, it's doable. You know, yeah. if you just stay at it, man, stay at it and, and work on your craft, you know, get better and better at acting and you never know, man. I mean, you never know. You just got to keep honing in on, you know, what you're passionate about. Yep. Yep. Do you have any thoughts on the, uh, on the, the strike with the, now, now the actors and the, everybody merged together and the actors and the writers, um, massive. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hoping that. There's a resolution soon. I'm really curious to see what happens because, you know, this is kind of, you know, something in the making. Like, this has not happened in a very long time. Like so, 50 years. Interesting times. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. This is big. I mean, they're, 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 gonna, they, they, they're, they're officially on strike across the whole country. Um, there's going to be massive. Yeah, they're definitely big. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I support the actors and the writers. Um, I just think the yeah. streaming, streaming. I'm in two films watching. I'm, I'm, I'm in three films myself. And I'm not an actor, though. I don't have, I'm not in SAG. The, both films are documentary films. Uh, <laughs> I made a cameo in one film uh, that was not a documentary. And um, I'm an associate producer for a film called The Woodman right now. It's pretty good. Having a lot of fun with that, but I support the writers and the actors, man. I mean, it's especially with streaming, the way streaming is now, all the money made in streams, it's crazy. So. Well, yeah, I definitely think that there's a lot of things that need to be addressed, which is why it's so important that this strike is happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. All right, man. So um, before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to, uh, well, two things. One, is there anything that I missed that we need to we need to get in there and promote? And if not, I want you to tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music. And if you have a website or anything else you want to plug. Uh, yeah, so I just want to add that um, I've been on a body improvement journey. And I think that I want people to know that if you guys are on, you know, body positivity, you know, to just keep going towards your goals and don't let where you are now define who you're going to be in the future. Hmm. So I think the hardest part is keeping that mentality of like believing that you're going to be better each day. Hmm. And even though I struggle with it, um, it's important that if, if you're struggling with it, you know, listen to motivation, go find someone to encourage you, like, but don't give up on yourself. You know, you're the last person you should give up on. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, um, all the other music sites, uh, Air Majesty. All right. Well, look, I had a lot of fun talking to you. You're really talented, man. Stick with it. I'm, I'm excited to hear about you know this 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 movie. Hopefully, you'll get that in festivals oh, yeah. and it'll get picked up because that's gonna be cool. Yeah, it is. All right, bro. I appreciate bro. that. I appreciate you, man. And anything, um, um, if you have more stuff you wanna, if you drop, you know, if you if you do any more single drops or album drops or whatever, or when you um, when you're ready, if you want to get back on sometime to talk about the movie, we can do that too. Awesome. I appreciate that. Okay, man. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you. Have a good one, man. You too. Take care. Take care.